Hi everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in and find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers! And good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Tuesday, or is it Wednesday? No, it's Wednesday. 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 The day's just flying by. It is Wednesday, February the 2nd, Groundhog Day. My name is Jim. We are here to talk about everything going on with the New York Rangers, and there is no one on this planet I would rather do it with than my good friend, Eddie Geik. Eddie, good evening, sir. How are you? I'm finer than frog hair split three ways today, as the New York Rangers are, uh, continue their uh, mostly winning ways. Uh, I'm pretty much dug out of the snow that hit me. And uh, we've been watching a lot of hockey, and there's been a lot. How about yourself? How, how are you faring? Doing well. Doing well. Let's see. We, the contingent has shown up in droves. Booked vacation today for August. Success. Yes. yes. We made our vacation plans today. Yeah, I'm working on mine right now. Uh, I've, I've already booked a concert. Nice. Because uh, we, me and Jim, we, we are brethren in Rangers. So we are brethren in a lot of things. But sometimes there's things that musically we were different. We're different. That's okay. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, absolutely. But I want to get your and the chat room what you think of this show. All right. So I'm going to see Sammy Hagar and the Circle. Which uh, they do a lot. His band with Michael Anthony, right? Right. They do Van Halen songs, uh, you know, Sammy Solo stuff. I've seen them once. What do you guys think about? What do you think about that, Jim? Was that that a show that would interest you? Of course, it's 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 uh, half of a version of Van Halen, right? And And, and they do it pretty good. Van Halen is better than no Van Halen, and this is about the only way you're getting any Van Halen at all anymore. 
Dave is retired, apparently. Eddie's gone on to the, to the great beyond, and, uh, you know, this is it. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. The, the other half opening up for Sammy Hagar is George Thorogood. Nice. Now, I, you know, I actually saw uh, an ad for this 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 tour. I guess they're going to be somewhere around these parts. They're going to be. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. seeing it in New Jersey, your old stomping grounds, the PNC oh, okay. uh, Art Center. Oh, there you go. Okay. So uh, I think Formerly that'll be pretty good. It's Garden State Art Center years ago. Oh, I think it'll be. I think you'll have fun. Look, anytime you can hear good live music and outside and. Yeah. How can you beat it? How can you beat it? Okay. So now that and how can you beat these Rangers? You can't unless you cheat. You can't unless the referees are in the bag. Uh, but uh, you, you got to be proud of the New York Rangers, uh, Sam. Uh, You've got to be proud that no matter what they're throwing out there, whatever wacko combination of players they're throwing out there. They've been competitive. And boy, did they make a statement win, as somebody said in the chat room, uh, win against the Panthers last night. And I don't want to hear you. Oh, Bobrovsky wasn't in net. They didn't. They had Spencer uh, Spencer for hire in the net. I was and, calling him uh, Ted Knight. <laughs> they went head-to-head. Without Adam Fox, okay, and without Heedle, without Kako, you named two useless guys. Uh, you lost me there. I mean, Heedle, come on, Philip Brittle is back at it again. All right, I'll go ahead. Uh, All right, okay. Anyway, <laughs> yes, and the Kako, but it should be joyous in Rangerland. You take that victory. Uh, they they roll four good lines, Florida. They score like madmen. Thank God for Igor again, but we got him, so we're using him. Don't say, oh, well, uh, you know. It was a big win, and the Rangers got progressively better in that game, and uh, they, they were fantastic, and it, it was a statement win. Came out slow. Didn't look didn't look good in the first period. Uh, you know, the um, it, it didn't look good. They were struggling to keep up. They were they were struggling to get anything going. I think I think they only had four or five shots on goal in the first period. But Ooh, I, I don't see that much. Second, but they caught up to them in shots by the time the game was. I over. know. And what? second period, I thought they kind of they kind of stood up a little bit, got a little. Got a little testicular fortitude, as we like to say. Uh, um, kind of punch Florida in the mouth a little bit. That's sometimes uh, just you, like you that's right. Ryan yeah. Strom punching Marchment in the mouth. Right, and, and sometimes that's what you got to do with a skilled team. You punch them in the mouth, no matter what sport it is. And the Rangers, you know, like I said, showed the toughness and uh, didn't quit. And Got their chances and made the most of them. I, I still don't know how they're doing it, but here we are. I I, I still don't see what this coach is doing. I still don't see what he's doing, Eddie. But they're, they're winning, so how can I don't know? It's gonna go from 
well, how is he doing it to what you know when they start losing you go what is he doing <laughs> <laughs> but for right start now losing. here we sit you're talking crazy they're gonna start losing that losing streak just happened the two the two gamer <laughs> huh <laughs> no uh yeah Again, I just think uh, he has got a way, and I don't know if it's because he's a former player with a, a big rep in the league. Uh, he gets through to these players like coaches have not. I don't know if it's they're scared shit of him when he gets mad and says, listen, you got to play the right way. I get a little scared of him when he gets mad. He he, he does look like he's got a, like a short fuse at times. Over like the most inconsequential things, right? <laughs> so, uh, a hot so, house flower. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's hands on hands. I still don't know what he does. But uh, but they're it, responding. It, it, yeah, so I don't really care. I don't have to get in depth on what 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 how to repeat his success. I'm just basking in his success right now. Uh, I think um. The just the cast of players that he's thrown out there from the Johnny Brodzinski's to the you know, uh, just just a, a Morgan Barron playing once in a while and they Greg, in and they're out. What Greg McKegg? Greg McKegg is, I mean, he looks better than ever. Does know, he? He looks better the second go around, which is not usually what happens with Rangers. Greg McKegg 2.0 is a success, huh? That, that toothless jackass. No, <laughs> not the horse tooth. He's toothless. When he smiles, I crack up. But uh, it's true. I won't worry about it because Maui, this team is firing all cylinders. They got a little juice. They got a little rep. As Jim likes to say, they got a lot of swagger. They're, they got some swag to their step now, you know, and uh, they stand up for each other to a man. I mean, uh, Ryan Strom, uh, this Marchment kid is no, he's no little guy. He's a hitter. Uh, he's a big guy. He's like his father, a cheap shot artist. And when I saw Strom, and he he hit him with a couple good punches, Strom. I mean, he, he took some to get some. He did. And when you got your skill players doing that, uh, that was just was a thing of beauty. So, hey, listen, I'm riding it, you know. I don't know how to do it. I, I was looking at their line combinations, Jim. And, I mean, okay, you got Cryer, right. who's just absolutely – could you ever imagine in your wildest dreams? Right here. Rolo. Nail on the head. I'm smoking mirrors, baby. I don't know how they're doing it. <laughs> what the heck is this stupid thing? <clears throat> Audio Sorry, what were you saying? In your wildest dreams? In my wildest dreams, I couldn't ever think that Chris Cry. This is like again, I said it last show. It's magical. See that puck go off his stick last night and just went in the net. And he just smiled like unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. And uh, like I said, it's going over the lines. Kreider's a Benajad Lafreniere. And I got to say, I believe that Alex Lafreniere played his best game as a Ranger last night. Did you notice anything? I Yeah, I would agree with you. I think it was definitely one of them, if not his best. Um, 
and let's face it there, you know, he's got to, he's got to get going. It's got to, you know, we've got to, we've got to go. We, it's time to foot on the gas. It's time. And the same thing when Capo Caco comes back, <clears throat> you know, well, Capo. Enough, enough, enough pussy footing around. Let's go. Let's go. Want to make the playoffs? You want to make some noise? Want to be a big bad first place team? You want to, uh, you know, you want to play? You want to run? You want to run with the big dogs? Let's go. Well, no I more than want... fifteen games without a goal. Yeah. Oh, Sam, he works so hard. Fifteen <laughs> games without a goal, and then he scores one. Oh, Sam, look at the relief on his face, and then we go another fifteen games. It all builds yeah. up again. <clears throat> exactly. No, that that's how they defend the the non-producers. Oh, he's got to love that one. He's been okay, Ryan, but the the it's he's not here to be okay. He's not here to he's not here to you know play great in his own end. He's here to score goals, supplemental scoring at least. So I, I you know I I was looking at Lafreniere. Maybe I'm going to. Uh, Perhaps give him a break because they showed this stat. What do you only? He's only played eighty games, I believe. Is that correct? Uh, I could tell you. I could look it up. I could look it up. Look it up. Alexei Lafreniere has played one hundred and one career games, and he has thirty-four points. All right. So he played how many games before this season? Uh. Coming into the season, eight. He's played 45 games this year, so he had 55 career NHL games before this year, which makes sense. Last year was a 55-game season, wasn't it? Right. Okay. So, I mean, he still hasn't played a lot of hockey. Right. And I think if he can get to the 15 to 20 range, which is possible, don't you think? I mean, uh, 15, I think, is definitely – Reachable 20, he would have to get on his horse, so to speak. That's not bad. 35 games to go. 35 games. So he's got to get what, is, five is, more is, goals, ten, 10 more goals. It's 10 and, goals in 35 games. Is that, is that a lot? Is that too much to ask? I don't think it's too much to ask from number one pick, but it might right. be. If he plays with Jabinijad and Kreider, he's going to get chances. Right. Kako, however. If you want to bring up his numbers, not really. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Kako, and again, it's this is not a number. I guess with a first and second round pick, they are numbers games. Now, if we look at Kako, hundred and fifty-one games, fifty-four points, and how many? How many goals? Uh, 20, uh, 24 career NHL goals, five this year, nine assists, 14 points in 37 games. Okay. Uh, well, that's not so good. I mean, it could be better, but I I do see Lafreniere. Um, and I think he's kind of learning from Kreider that if he hangs around that net, you can get those really, uh, what they call greasy goals, but really the way the NHL is now, nobody tries to get move people out in front of the net. I mean, think about Kreider. He's been like unabated. Like most of his goals is 
He stands in front of the goalie. He's around the air, that area, and and nobody touches him. Everything just goes in. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it's amazing. It's crazy. So, listen, I'm not. I'm not. I've seen enough on Capo Caco, but he's got to step it up. Like Jim said, uh, the Rangers, in order to uh, be more magical, are going to have to come up with these guys. Going to have to progress. That's Joe Mario makes a good trade. The forty-five. I always see people uh, complain, uh, complain about ice time and this, that, and the other thing. My thing is, you know what? Make your bones. Do whenever you put in, do something. I don't care if you don't score. Make it look like there's uh, something special there. Are you Capo Caco? Averaged 14 minutes and 17 seconds of ice time his first season, 14 minutes and 21 seconds of ice time his second season, and is averaging 16 minutes a game this season. So, so is that a, it's not a big difference? Yeah, it's not a big difference. Again, I'm not ready to throw but, out, but you can also make the argument, excuse me, I don't mean to cut you off, but you can also make the argument that. The 16 minutes a game that he's getting under under Rickles are thank you, Jason. Uh are more quality minutes with more quality line mates. Yes. Right. So uh, you know, uh, I'll I'll give you that part of the argument anyway. Right. Uh, I just wanna I wanna circle back to Heedle and, and Kako uh, together sure, in oh, this baby, game. Oh, baby. And you know, I heard it. I heard it a lot. Right, exactly, Mario. Fourth line minutes. Um, heard it a lot last night. All they focused on was Adam Fox out of lineup. Adam Fox out of lineup. Adam Fox out of lineup. Okay, guys, all world player. Yes, they miss him in the lineup. And I know they're not producing the way we we'd like, but they do miss Heedle and they do miss Kako in that lineup too, because it's forced everybody into a role they're not used to. Or it's, I should say it's forced other guys into roles that they're not used to. Guys are playing on a second line that maybe aren't used to it. Guys are playing on a third line that maybe aren't used to it. Guys have had to shift around, play the off wing. It does make a – I'd still rather go to war with them than without them, at least right now. So – and I don't – you know, I don't think it's – you know, yeah, okay, Fox is the – that's the easy one. You know what I mean? Of course they miss Adam Fox. Guy's a Norris Trophy winner. What team isn't going to miss their Norris Trophy winning defenseman? But they are missing Hedl and Kako as well, despite the fact that they are not producing the way we want them. We think they should. Although I don't know about Philip Hedl because he wasn't a big producer before he got here. I'm, I'm still waiting to see what they saw in this kid to make him the, the first-round pick, you know? <clears throat> yeah. What I, do I know? What do I know? No, you know. <laughs> Coast has seen enough fajita. Well, usually you mean Coast has start agreeing. That's when the guy starts picking up. <laughs> right. We want right. quiet out of here, this and that. So <clears throat> maybe he'll, he'll be blessed by that luck. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. He'll be uh, Him and Kako are expected to be healthy and tanned and rested and ready to go in two weeks when the Rangers Well, they better two weeks. Austin Bruins. And we should have Fox back then too, right? Yeah. Nope. That was a day-to-day lie job by uh, Gallant. Uh, yeah, can we can we can we can we stop even talking to Doctor Gallant about these injuries? You know, he <laughs> said 
when when Fox got hurt, he said after the game, "It's not that bad." And I said, and I said, the last time Doctor Gallant said it's an injury wasn't that bad. We lost our starting goaltender for three weeks, <laughs> and sure enough, we're not. It's going to be three weeks before we see Adam Hines again. The devil right. is a liar. No, he's not a, the devil, but. Oh, I talked to the trainers. It's uh, day-to-day. Right there, I said, it's three weeks. <laughs> I, and it's good. Listen, the guy, the kid needs a rest. He's it's just it, Michael Sauer, nothing serious. Nothing serious. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be just fine. Uh, <clears throat> so I'm looking at these lines. I, you know, I want to go. Uh, and then you got Panarin, Strom, and Dryden Hunt. Why? I guess because you don't have your. I, I know he's got a good motor, folks, but then Morgan Barron, Barkley, Goodrow, Julian Gauthier, fourth line McKeg, Rooney, and Reeves. Love those guys. Barkley, Goodrow's been playing really well. He has, and he's he's like a he's a utility player. I mean, they could put him on on any line. It seems like either wing or center, and it won't hurt you. I'm actually saying to myself, I'm glad we have this guy locked up for whatever six years or whatever we got him locked Joe, up for. Seven years, Joe. Seven years. I mean, I know he's going to slow down one day, but he's just he's you know he's just the kind of guy you need on your team, right? You know. So uh, I, I, he's made a, be- a believer out of me. And one of the things that the Fox thing does is that it elevates or the Fox injury uh, elevates Truba and Keandre Miller as the first pairing, which is, let's just put it this way, not as good as the Fox and Lindgren pairing. Right. <clears throat> so now you got your second pairing playing first pairing minutes and, uh, although there's millions of detractors on Keandre Miller, I'm not being one of them. It does expose him and Truba exposes Lingren a little bit too. He's been a little lost in space yeah. at times. A little bit. Good, good point. Good point. A little bit. I, look, that's to be expected, right? I mean, it, you know, talk about one of the greatest defensive pairings the Rangers have ever had. And if you take Leach out of the lineup, how good's Booker Boom going to look? Right. Himself, right. That's true. Uh, it's to be expected. You know the the wh- what's that what's that term the the uh, the sum is is better than the parts or something. Is that how, uh, I don't yeah, remember exactly how that goes, but I, it's not I, I think it applies. <laughs> whatever it is. I think it applies. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Keandre Miller scoring that goal really uh, got him out of the Chateau Bow Wow at least for a couple weeks. Great Selly, as they say. Yes. Oh, he was really enthused. Yes. Did kind of like a little uh, big uh, arm pump, you know, nice. Yeah. Good for him. Hey, good for him. Look, I, I, I'm not crazy about the way he's played, but that doesn't mean I don't want him to succeed. Yeah, we, we've said that many times. You know, I, I do not I do not come here with an agenda or a narrative that I that I want fulfilled so that I could be proven right. I want to be proven wrong. On the uh, you know on a guy that maybe I'm not as high on as everybody else, 
Yes, this is not a agenda-driven show. Right. Yeah, this is self. Except uh, just to veer off completely off topic, did you see who got his fifth goal the other night? Tony D'Angelo. Vinny Letary. Vinny Letary. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I swear to God. First liner. I think he's playing first line. He's playing on the first line? I think. I'll All he you. needed was a chance, Sam. Uh, I'm lying. All he needed. Only a matter of time. Oh, yeah. Holy shit, I just forgot what team he was on. The Ducks, right? Yeah, he's not even in the lineup. Is he hurt? He's exhausted. He's already he's already he's, hurt. He's exhausted from those five goals. He's on Anaheim, huh? He's on Anaheim. I could have sworn he scored it the other night. He's got, four, he's got anywhere five. in the lineup now. He must have been sent. <laughs> he's got five five goals, three assists. He I can make another. I can make another video. I got enough. I, I got enough goals to make another video. I think this dude might have. I don't know what happened to him. Maybe he's on the taxi squad or some shit. I don't see him in the lineup here. Maybe unless I'm. Uh, so of course I've already jinxed Vinny Letary. But anyway, uh, going back to so this is it. Sh it shuffled the Rangers' defense core around. Lindgren is now playing with. Give me one of those horns. The da, 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 da. <laughs> this one? Yes, with Truba 2.0, according to Gallant. Braden Schneider. Wow. Loving this kid. This guy is the real deal. You're hearing it from me. You're hearing it from Jim. Yeah, I don't know if he thinks he's the real deal, but I think this kid, out of all the guys they brought up, is the real deal. Definitely, I, I out of Miller and Jones and who else did we get a? Did we get a? Well, we got Lundqvist. We've got uh, out of the, he is absolutely the most polished of the four. Confident, at, yes. And he had a rough go of it against Minnesota, I think, was the game. He had a rough night. But look, eight NHL, eight, eight NHL games, that's to be expected. But yeah. even, Larry, even Larry Brooks said it last week. I think I mentioned it either on the show last week or in one of the recaps. Larry Brooks said the first time when the Rangers first called up Ryan McDonough and he watched him play for the first time, he said, there's no way this kid goes back to Hartford. And he never did. And he said, "I thought the exact same thing when I thought when I saw Schneider play. There's no way this kid goes back to Hartford." And I, I, I agree with him. I agree with him. There's no reason for it. There's no reason for it. Absolutely no reason. Your Mike is. He said it before this year about Schneider. Well, guess what? You win the White Carnation. You were right. Thank God you were right, New York Ranger Mike, because Braden Schneider looks very good, and. Jonathan Riggs makes a good comment. This gives him some flexibility at the trading deadline. I think Niels Lundqvist may be uh, being dangled in front of some teams. Hey, how many times did we hear that a lot of teams were asking for Lundqvist in trades? So, well, maybe we got that flexibility now. Uh, Zach Jones looks good offensively. I think, of course, defensively, he needs a little bit more polish. Uh 
you know, Libor Hayek's been up and down. They had that one bad game where they were like a minus five and a minus four. Hayek, I don't think, has a future with the Rangers. None. Uh, he, he's none. Yeah, that's that's he's fodder. Some trading fodder as an add-on somewhere down the line. Way out of position the other night on a wild goal. I think he was on the wrong side. I think he was on the wrong side of the ice. Yeah, it just he's 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 okay for what they've used him for uh, a fill-in here and yeah. then. Not going to kill you. Not going to get who? Not going to kill you most nights. This is the guy that I was kind of defending a couple, maybe three, four weeks ago. And they must be listening to the broadcast because everybody else was like, this guy sucks. This guy's terrible. And I just thought, like, what was it? If Once they decided Lundqvist really wasn't the an option, they were like, hey, well, we don't need you because, you you know, we, know this, we, need a, we don't need another guy who speaks Swedish. You're out of here, too. Right. I mean, you Swedish meatballs. We don't right. need you. What what happened? I don't know. He's really haven't heard a word about him in the last couple of days. Just that uh, there was something going on. He was on the non-roster list. So I don't know. Rollo thinks Hayek is better than Nemeth. I don't know about that. I'm not sure. I would, I, I don't think I disagree with that. But that's that isn't saying a lot. <laughs> what are you going to ship off Nemeth for? For whatever. Whatever. Hey, look, we could, we, we, you know, we got we got him to burn now. <laughs> oh yeah, we got a, the prospects are coming up like crazy. So, uh, looking at the, you know, we, we, we touched on the Florida game briefly, um, but we also have the the Columbus game to discuss, and ah, Jen's here, hey Jen, and. Hey, Jen. The we have the Columbus game and then we have Henrik Lundqvist night. So we have a we have a lot to we have a lot to touch on tonight. Let me just tell you that Columbus because the, game because the game and the ceremony are two completely different conversations. Right. Well, why don't you go to your little your bit? Because I, I, I want to see this. I did not see this. All right. So you want to all right, so you want to see this. So, all right. You set it up through the whole bit. All right. For those of you that don't know. Well, I think everybody knows by now. You can sponsor the show on Patreon. The, the website's right at the bottom of the screen there. It's www.patreon.com slash blue shirt underground show. Sponsor the show, dollar a month, two dollars a month, whatever. And that and basically, you know, that money that we that we raise from you guys goes right back into the show. It actually this week just paid our B Live subscription for one more year. We have renewed our contract. <laughs> And tomorrow it will pay for our Podbean subscription for those of you that listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, and, and other places. If you if you sign up to be a Patreon supporter, we put you in our special Facebook group that is just for our Patreon supporters. One of the perks of being in that group is that almost after almost every game, I go in and I do a recap of the game. Some are very short, some are long, some are funny, some are not. We talk about the game for a few minutes. If the game's really bad, I, I sometimes I'll just skip the recap. They lose 6 nothing. What are you going to talk about? Yeah. So, but anyway, the other night after the Columbus game, let's just say I was less than thrilled. And it was suggested that I share that video with you guys that don't sponsor us on Patreon so that you could see what you're missing. So there I am. I'm on screen twice. And here it is for you. This is like you're about to do a robbery or something. You know, right. Yeah. This is uh this will 
this is almost about a 10 minute video, but this is my recap of the Columbus game. Good evening, Blue Shirt Undergrounders. This is your post game recap for Thursday, for Thursday uh, January, the January the 27th. January the 27th. Getting some echo. 2022. Rangers lose to the Blue Jackets 5 to 3 tonight in Columbus. Uh, this was a terribly frustrating game. What's up, Marty? What's up, Marty? This is this is just one of those games I really just get fucking aggravated about. But um, they go ahead two two nothing early. Like I mean, four four and a half minutes into the game, they're up two nothing, and you just figure finally they're gonna come out. They're just gonna they're just gonna blast a bad team like they're supposed to. What's up, Marty? What's up, Doug? Hello, my love. What's up, John Riggs? And you're thinking, you know. Last night, the Flames get 62 shots on Columbus, beat them 6 nothing. Columbus is a bad team. They're not good, despite what you heard on the broadcast tonight on the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets New York uh, network here. What's up, Joe? Uh, they're not a good team. Rangers come out in a 2 uh, I paused this just for a second, Eddie, just to let you know, I had to mute both our microphones. We were both echoing. Okay. Okay. Two nothing lead. Two minutes later or three minutes later, it's tied. Columbus takes the lead in the second period. Then they go up 4-2. Rangers come back, make it 4-3. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know why the coach pulled the goalie with two and a half minutes left in the third period. I, I thought they were they were they were doing well five on five. They were winning the battles. I thought Gallant panicked. Uh, did not really like the way he coached this game tonight. I thought he panicked. I, I said it. There was nobody else in the room to back me up because Jen's at work. But I did say he's pulling the goalie too early. It's, there's two and a half minutes to go. They're only down by a goal. They're playing well. They're getting it going. Right away. Empty net goal. Game over. Nighty night Rangers. So they lose 5-3. Bruce Jenner with two goals. Uh, Zach Wierenski, I think, had a goal. I don't know. Barclay Goodrow had a goal. Panarin had a goal. Zibanejad for the Rangers. <clears throat> so this is just one of those games that just get you, you... You sit there, you watch the game, and then you start getting aggravated at everything. Every fucking word out of those two bozos' mouth, I just get aggravated. He called Boone Jenner, Bruce Jenner at least three times tonight. That aggravated me. That has nothing to do with them being in the studio. It's fucking Boone Jenner. The guy's been in the league for 10 years. Bruce Jenner isn't even Bruce fucking Jenner anymore. Jesus Christ. And then I get annoyed at the commercials. If I have to see that girl gushing over Henrik Lundqvist one more time, I'm going to blow my brains out. I mean, just enough. Oh, I didn't know anything about the Rangers. And then I, I sat next to Henrik Lundqvist at the plexiglass. And then I spent the whole train ride home looking at all their pictures. Good for fucking you. I don't care. I've seen enough. Cody, the creator. Uh, every game my dad and I, I'm so sick of those fucking commercials. Except for Brian Atard's commercial. I just I was just annoyed at everything. It seemed like there was a commercial break every stoppage of the puck. It was like a, it was like, it was worse than a football game. Just... One of those nights where they just they just set me off, and then everything just irritates me. Everything. The ice in my soda melted too fast. Everything annoyed me. 
Just everything. They fucking lose to this bad team named after Coats. Why don't they just call them the Coats? The Blue Jackets. That is the dumbest fucking name in sports, by the way. Then I got aggravated about that. The Columbus Coats. I know we're the blue shirts, but that's different. That's a nickname. That's different. They named the team after fucking Coats. She knows this gym so well. Yeah, she sleeps with us. Just, ag just aggravated over everything. Just everything. And I, I, I got to watch this again tomorrow night. Four hours of Henrik Lundqvist walking down the carpet. Now, he deserves it. He I am the one that said they should have retired his number the minute he stopped wearing it. That, that's, it's got nothing to do with him. But they're going to turn this into a four-hour Super Bowl fucking pregame show. They're going to watch people walk down the blue carpet who paid $450 to go there tomorrow night. Then they're going to raise the banner, and then at 8 o'clock, they're going to lay another fucking egg because they're going to be emotionally drained, and they're going to lose 8-2, to two, and Matt Zuccarello is going to score nine times. How he's going to do that when he only lose 8-2, to two, I don't know. So they lose to the fucking Coats. What a dumb name. I mean, what... what Seriously, what lost the when they had the name the because they always have the fans name to cut the team. What was the bat? What was the runner up in that contest? The drawers. We could have been the Columbus panties. Instead, we'll be the coats. And I understand the significance. It's a historical thing. The, the Civil War and all that shit. It's still a dumb name. The, the, the coats. That's their name. The coats. Oh God. It just aggravate me. I, I have a hard. I, I'm having a very hard time. I, I know they're in first place, and I know I've put a brave face on it. I am glad they're in first place or, or near first place. Oh no, they're in second place. Pittsburgh has passed them by, but I worry about all these games at hand, and I worry because they're not really playing that well. Game after game after game, we've been seeing it. You guys are smart enough to see it. They're not playing that well. They're just not. They need a wake up call every fucking game. Tonight was no different. They went up, they got all excited, and I, I just think they laid off. They let this team come back, then they let them get ahead, then they get their wake-up call, then they score a goal, then Gallant pulls the goalie with two and a half minutes to go, and then the Coats get an empty net goal. I'm trying to read your comments. The contacts are drying out, and I should have taken them out so I could read them. So I apologize. They play 30 minutes. Yeah, it's, exactly, Doug. But John, they were good in this game, five on five, and they were and they were they were the they were playing better in the third period, five on five. They took like twenty shots on goal in the uh, mostly five on five. I don't want to take a breath. I'm fine. I don't need a breath. I got a lot of problems with this day. I I do. I just I, I don't know. And now Fox, we don't know what's up with Fox because God forbid they fucking tell you on the broadcast what's going on. I mean, nobody knows. Nobody can pass the word in that in that ear in that earpiece and the hairpiece. Here's what's going on with Fox. He sprained his ankle. He sprained his knee. He's got a blister. He's got the mumps. He caught mid-game COVID. Don't wave your hand at me. Don't wave your hanky at me. Don't wave your hanky at me. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm not. I'm not waving my hand at you in a dismissive tone. You know that. I don't dismiss you. Just mad. They lost to the Coats. Ugh. Aggravated. Aggravated. Got to do this again tomorrow night. They better win tomorrow night. Because now I'm aggravated. Ugh. Anyway.
well, take your mobile phone in and pee while I do the recap. I don't know. What to tell you. I don't know. <laughs> Dr. B is here. Dr. B, I'm going to go lay down on the couch. You're going to give me therapy. Steve gives me Ajita. I love you too. Not you, Dr. B, Jen. I mean, I like you and all as a friend, Dr. B. All right, that's it. That's all I got. I'm, 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 uh, yeah. Yeah. Meh. Oh, wait. The standings, I swear to God, my the, the it's like the, the standings just refreshed on my phone, and now they're in third place. Season's over. That's it. Pack it in. Tear it apart. Oh. We're falling. See, I'm telling you, once all these teams catch up with these games at hand, and the Islanders are winning, I got to hear about how good they are on the Ranger broadcast. I got to hear that they're 10-4-1 in the last 15 games. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear any of it. I, I hear all first period about the about the Columbus Blue Jackets, about the Coats, about their about their player profiles. I hear about whose dad is a GM. I get the I get the the parents' resumes. I hear about uh, their cap situation. They don't talk about the Rangers' cap situation. Oh, I fucking hate that broadcast so much. So terrible. It's so bad. The commercials are bad. The broad the broadcast is bad. They're not in the. They're, they're in the studio. They don't know what the fuck's going on. Oh, I, I just. I, I'm aggravated. I've had it. I've had, start the funeral music. Might as well. You know. You know. You always see those like New Orleans funerals with the black guys marching and dancing. You might as well start doing that right outside the garden. The black guys with the. With the I don't know what the hell the things are that they. They call like, I don't know. It's crazy. All right. I, I, I'm going to bed. I'm. I'm going to go take a pill and go to bed. And then we'll do this again tomorrow night. The Henrik Lundqvist pregame starts at 9 a.m. And uh, he's going to walk really slow down the blue carpet. And then we're going to watch him go to the hair salon. And then we're going to talk to Steve Valaket. And he's going to tell us about his 52-game career. And then we're going to watch... Then we're going to then we're gonna hear celebrity thoughts on, on Henrik Lundqvist. And then we're going to take a half hour to raise that banner to the roof. And then... And then we're going to hear a million Ojos, and he's always oh, a good man, Sam's. And, and then we're going to hear all about the Wild, and we're going to hear about how much we miss Matt Zuccarello because he's such a good teammate, and everybody loved him. And, uh, and then it was 8-2 to two to the Wild. Baba Shampooey, yes. All right, that's it. I'm going to I, – I, I can't do it anymore. We lost to the Coats, and I'm just I'm – very, I'm very agitated over it now. Like the, 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 the like the, the third from last in the conference, and the Rangers fucking laid a goddamn ostrich egg. All right, that's it. I'll, I'll see you guys tomorrow night. Happy Friday. We love you. Thanks for your support. Good night, everybody. Dude, there you have it. Wow. I gotta say, man, <laughs> what happened from now, from then, when they they lost to the Coats, <laughs> to that you see, like you made well, a little bit of a turnaround. Is it that Florida game? I mean, well, first of all, I, that was I mean, well, yeah, the, I mean, yeah, the Florida game obviously helped, but I was just, I was when I hate lose when you lose to it when they lose to a team they got no business losing to and I wasn't I wasn't wrong that they lose to the wild I wasn't wrong about the Hank ceremony I wasn't wrong about the blue carpet about the celebrities about the valet I was right about all of that yes 
Oh my god, I was so pissed when they lost that game to Columbus. Because wow. I didn't expect them because I'm 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 not gonna lie, I didn't expect them to beat the wild, and I didn't expect them to win last night either. So I thought you you gotta get the one you gotta get the easy one here. And then and then what do they do? They lay they lay the egg, they lay another egg, and then they win the tough one. What was the game? Uh, uh, listen, I feel your pain, man. I feel your pain. Uh, Georgiev, uh, I would they give up fourteen shots in that game to the great coats, the the coats that are they had like seventeen shots on net, and four went in while the one was an empty netter, and they had nineteen shots on goal. Okay, uh, so I mean, what do you? I didn't really think that he had pulled the goalie too early. I didn't really. Thank you, Jason. I did not focus in on that, but you know, you did bring up a good point. I thought in a game where they were, where they were, where they were playing well five on five, and they were they were really starting to pour it on there. And I and I honestly thought that him pulling the goaltender, I just thought it, it changed the dynamic. I really did. I I really thought they were going to be able to tie that. Tie that game five on five. I mean, now we'll never know. And I just, I, when you're down a goal, I just think two and a half minutes, man, that's a long time. That's a long time to play. I mean, if you're down two goals, yeah, but you know, what, usually the ninety second mark is 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 kind of the benchmark when you're down by a goal. But I, and I thought it was too soon. That's all. I thought it was too soon, and no, I was right. Yes, you were right. And and who? Uh, <laughs> and, and you know, I again the broadcast is the Bruce Jenner not being Bruce Jenner anymore anymore. Thanks to Colin Cook for getting that drop for me, by the way. And and I was inspired to just drop it in during my rant. That was uh, that was that was not in my actual recap. I just dropped it in. That was Bruce Jenner, just like that. <laughs> What's wrong with? I mean, anyway, I don't want to go through the whole rehash. Of it. Which was the game where we got? Was it the Minnesota game? We got before we get to the Henrik Lundqvist thing. The Rangers lost three to two to the the Wild. Was that the goal? The game where the goal got disallowed at the end by Strom. Which game was that? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was the that was the Wild game. Let me tell you something. One second left on the clock. I'm no Howie Sussman. I don't blame the referees for everything. But that was one of the biggest horseshit calls of the century. And call me biased. And I mean, I don't see what he did wrong there. I know he used the stick to move the pad, but the puck was somewhere around there. I mean, I thought that was one of the biggest ripoffs. And you talk about inconsolable. I got up from the couch. I said, I walked to the screen. I said, are you fucking kidding me? And then Micheletti, that dope, he's even agreeing with me. Right. And I'm like, I thought that was such a bullshit call. It was, absolutely. I mean, and I'm not one to completely, I don't blame the, I know the refs are incompetent. It's a given. But that, and that fucking guy, he didn't want the Rangers to score. He was waving that thing off before. It looked like he was so adamant about it. There was no way. Then they go to Toronto, and these chuckleheads in Toronto, they they agree. 
Yeah, I didn't get it. <laughs> it was in the fucking net. I I, I just. Uh, I mean, I, I I lost it with that. I thought that was just so total, totally just ridiculous. They ruin the game. These refs, they ruin it. So. Uh, I don't know. I, I was upset about that. So let's talk about the. You know, I, I also completely glossed over the fact that they did beat Seattle on Sunday. Wow. Which got which off to a cracking start. So to speak. Another Sunday snore fest. They're down. They're losing to the fucking cracking. Another, another blown lead. Was that? Did they blow that lead? Uh, yeah, they were up. Uh, Two nothing yeah. right away. They were up. Yeah, they were up two nothing. Yeah, and then got the late. That was the one where they got the late goal from Keandre Miller. Yes, I mean, uh, you. you this is the dreaded two goal lead. Now the Rangers get two goals real quick. You think it's going to be a massacre, right? And and then it, it, the other team comes back. Now I, you're right, Julian Narduzzi. I lost it. I, oh, I, I was just going to – I see Julian – I meant to ask that, and I, but I see Julian just put it in there. They were throwing stuff on the ice in that game, in that uh, that wild game? They threw stuff on the ice, the fans? They should have. They should have staged a revolt. <laughs> that, was, that was nonsense. That would have been a perfect way to lose in overtime on <laughs> Glenquist night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I understand New York Ranger Mike. The Rangers didn't play their best game, but you deserve what you deserve, and the Rangers deserved that tie. They, it, it, it's I don't know. I don't know. I, I I really was pissed off. I haven't been that pissed off since a playoff game, and I couldn't tell you when. Since we haven't been to the playoffs for quite a while. Right. So New York Ranger, like you were at the game, you paid seven million dollars to go to that game. <laughs> He's only got one kidney now because of that. He's only game. Got one Did they throw stuff after? Uh, he had to roll a dealer on the way to MSG to pay for his ticket. <laughs> <clears throat> so I don't know. It's just a little ridiculous. So do can we? We want to bring in Collins here. Do we want to bring Colin in, and then we'll talk? We'll talk Hank ceremony. Yeah. All right. All right. Why don't we do that, ladies and gentlemen? Let's uh, welcome in. We haven't spoken to Colin in a while, ladies and gentlemen. The one and only Colin Cosell. Good evening, Colin. Good to see you. It's good good to see you, gentlemen. Screen. How are we doing? Uh, We're doing good. I'm fair to Midland. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. I'm dude. Your goatee has gotten unruly. Like that thing is yeah, that is yeah. a welcome mat. Yeah, this this is this is <laughs> it's, a, it's more of like an artistic statement than an actual goatee. I guess I mean I know they're looking for another member of ZZ Top, but it's a little yeah, too no, soon. I hope that uh, Schick or Gillette offers me some big money to shave it. Waiting for that to come in. That's all. <laughs> that that big shaving gel money. <laughs> It's the American dream right there, Eddie. That's <laughs> yes. well played. I'm living it's all about getting an endorsement with the Dollar Shave Club. Yes. What do you do? I'm just going to scale the corporate ladder or I'm just going to get that Gillette deal. That's just what I get that Harry's money. They <laughs> should braid it like Lou Albano. <laughs> anyway. 
Colin Cosell, one of your all-time favorites, was retired. And uh, how do you feel about it, Jim? How do you feel about it? I know how I feel about it. What do you guys think? They, they, I'll let you, you kick it. You kick it off, Jim. No, go ahead, Colin. You're the guest. I, I guess it's true. Uh, well, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, man, it's. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I I don't know about you. Um, shed some man tears um, for sure uh, during the ceremony. I thought it was very well done. Um, could have sworn when John McEnroe walked out with that guitar, I was like, oh, my God, Lindsey Buckingham is friends with Henrik Lundqvist. That's good. I was like, yo, if he grabs that guitar and starts playing Holiday Road, I am losing it. I yeah, think I'm, I'm in trouble. <laughs> His solo stuff, not very good. Trouble. Except for Holiday Road. Yeah, Holiday no, Road. No, I hate classic. that. Song. Which he's managed to milk into five, five movies. I hate that song. I hate uh, it. All right. Uh, anyway. I uh, I was a big fan of the uh, the giant uh, sarcophagus um, that they gave him. Yes. The oh. It would have been funny if they opened it and the the ghost of Lord Stanley's cup just floated (laughs) out of there. (laughs) I love love the the intro to that, the the precept of this is for all the travel and to combine your two passions for travel and fashion. And I'm looking at this thing and I'm going, is Hank going on the Lusitania? I mean, who who (laughs) travels with a a trunk anymore? I said to Colin because we were texting back and forth. I said, "If he ever launches a vaudeville career, you know, it's like you know? he pulls out Steve Valaket and just starts <laughs> making him talk for him. This giant blonde behemoth on his lap, <laughs> <laughs> you big dummy! Oh man, uh, what what amazing gifts, though! You know, you dedicate 15 years of your life of having a three-inch disc of galvanized rubber shot at you by at 100 miles an hour." And getting crushed by people left and right. And uh, here's a trunk. Here's some pucks that you played with. Here's a guitar. Right. Good right. luck. You know, what happened to the days? I remember when Willie Mays, he got retired. He got like four cars. Like a, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, it might be a little bit, uh, I don't know. But they gave him a big pink Cadillac. And <laughs> it was a whole thing. And. Yeah, he got like, and they, they did it around the, the 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 warning track, four cars, and he gets a five hundred dollar guitar. There's Louis Vuitton trunk, like you said, for the Lusitania, uh, you know, and seventy three free pucks, seventy three pucks that already have his name on that. They really probably were his. They put it in the case. Big deal. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know it. Uh, I, I thought the I thought the whole ceremony was a little strange. I you know I just thought. I, I didn't understand. I, I didn't understand how they they have Ryan Callahan and Dan Girardi in the building, but they don't bring them on the ice. They have John Tortorella in the building, but they don't bring them on the ice. They bring out Messier, Graves, and, and Leach and Richter, and I understand why. That's the that's the living, able to travel, COVID free Mount Rushmore <laughs> right now. That's the you know those are the heads of the families. I get that, but. Hank has no connection to any of them. I mean, you know, he must have played with 300 different players before he retired on the Rangers. No Marion Gabrick, no Rick Nash, no Callahan, no Girardi. Stall, I understand, couldn't be there. He was playing. But 
No Yager, no, no, I mean, how many guys? No Eric Christensen, no, no Paul Mara. <laughs> Nothing. No Merrick Nothing. Malik. Right. <laughs> no Merrick no Malik. And then they and then they bring up the current players. Okay, he's played with Kreider, he played with Zibanejad and uh, Truba, and then Barkley Goodrow. He doesn't know Barkley Goodrow from a can of paint. Barkley Goodrow is the guy who does Hank's taxes. And they give him three bottles of wine. Yeah. I was uh, I was really hoping Zooks was going to suddenly pop out behind Hank's daughters as they're walking towards the uh, <laughs> the jersey to to be lifted to the rafters. They're walking all of a sudden. Zooks just pops out like, "Hey, I'm coming too!" And they just hold hands because they're all the same height. Because Zooks what if is they short. Zook to the rafters instead of his jersey. It's <laughs> <laughs> just. A... <laughs> oh, look at me! <laughs> I can still and score goals. Floating, there's floating there's to the there's ceiling. There's Twenty games. Floating to the ceiling like Charlie and Grandpa Joe. <laughs> yeah, he could have popped out of the trunk. You just start burping, Matt. You just start burping. <laughs> popped out of the trunk. Oh, man. Matt yeah, Zuccarello just, on I, busy lifting drinks. Actually, that would be it. Matt Zuccarello is my favorite Oompa Loompa. He's just the, the non-orange Oompa Loompa. He's got the hair him. and everything. And I just – and it was – Way too much Steve Valaket. Here's Steve Valaket interviewing Hank for 45 minutes. Here's Steve Valaket in the studio for all this talking about Hank. I don't I don't need to hear from this has been backup goaltender. Hank had seven backup goaltenders. Talk to one of them. And Kevin Weeks, God bless him, love him. He's great. He, he spoke for too long. I didn't need a 10-minute speech from Kevin Weeks from, from Wally Pip at the at the ceremony. Yeah. It just wasn't that I like Kevin Weeks. It I got nothing against Kevin Weeks, but I didn't need to hear him speak for 10 minutes. He was here for like two weeks. No, was, but he's more than he's in a, almost like an ambassador from the NHL. He's right, fine. Well Say a couple of words, wave, wipe your brow because you're sweating like mad, man, and get off the stage. I felt like he meant what he was saying. These other bozos, I didn't think they meant what they were saying. What is it? What's Mark Messier going to talk about? What is the? Uh, I don't want to hear him talk either. I've heard him talk. I've heard enough. I've heard I it all. Not bald guys either. I, Graves and uh, this guy. Don't pick on Adam Graves like now. Graves don't looks like one of those mutants from Beneath the Planet of the Apes that takes his, uh, his his face off. He's got like some weird bald head and his look is all screwed up. I mean, I love the guy. I love him. But it's a, it's a total mess. I love him, but he's ugly and he's horrible. Get him out of here. No, 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 no. I'm just <laughs> saying, do you guys think that uh, they'd rather go with, like Jim said, the non-COVID, the people who can travel legends, uh, because maybe the, the other guys would have ribbed Hank a little bit. Dan Girardi say, you know, might say something or uh, – well, Callahan may say something like, you know, he was tough to play with because he just yelled at us the whole time, which he did kind of admit. He did right. say he, you know, when they lost, he would get mad. Right. He did not like to lose. You guys, are, you guys are so jaded and irritable. It's amazing. I, I've known you for a better part of a decade now, and it's incredible just like the, the things that, Piss you guys off. Yeah. Amazing. Look at this age, and then everything is pissing you. Look at Jimmy was inconsolable after a loss of the, the, the coats. Was hey. it a Kevin what? Weeks injury that ushered in the Lundquist era? Yeah, that's what I mean. He was yeah, here for like three right. weeks. So let him take his 10 minutes. The guy's career was completely usurped by the king of New York for the I next like Kevin years. Weeks. 
I, it's not that I did. It's not. It's not that I well, get. How long did he go for an hour? Wasn't like a filibuster. I mean, he's, he's doing ten he's, minutes. You know, it's like he's doing a, a, a fifteen-minute set of Caroline's here, and oh, you know, I got I got a hundred other guys I'd rather hear from. Let me hear from some guys who played with him, not the guy who, no, not the guy who. But I, Where, where's you know? Let me hear from Ryan Callahan. Where was Brandon Dubinsky? Ten minutes on the the, the speech there, and Where you was know, you been a witch. You know, Ranger fans, if you Hank deserve the- better. All right, you know, okay, maybe you do deserve better. Well, let me tell you something, really? you Ranger fans that go to these fucking games and scream and yell why people are giving speeches and you want to hear them. You should be thrown out of the building. You should be revo- your ranger card should be revoked. I don't know why this is a problem in 2022. What happened to manners? I am a totally I'm an ill-mannered person. But when somebody's making a heartfelt speech and it's time to be quiet, can we all be quiet? Do I have to be a teacher and flick the lights on and off to get your attention to get everybody to be quiet? Does this irritate you guys? I'm oh yeah, you couldn't you couldn't couldn't hear Hank at times people because of people yelling. Yeah, Apparently, some of them were funny. Some of them were funny. What were they, what I, were they saying? I don't know, but Hank laughed. Oh. <laughs> that was nervous. That was nervous giggles. Them. It's all about them. My my four seconds on TV where I made Hank laugh. Dog, oh, congratulations. I like it. Jim Jim blamed it on nervous giggles. I think that should be Hank's nickname. Henrik Nervous Giggles Lundquist. Makes him cute and approachable. I just I it this is the best goalie. I mean, Igor Igor has played really well. And could be another Lundquist, we don't know. But right now, as it stands, this is the best goalie this franchise has ever, ever had. No doubt, no doubt about it. I don't care if you want to talk about Les Binkley or you want to talk about Gump Worsley or all these old guys. Oh, yeah, they were great. No. He's the best. That's it. They couldn't shut up for that. They all should be thrown out. All right. Tonight's episode of Grandpa Eddie gets kicked on. Grumpy Grandpa. Grumpy Craig. Y'all kids, shut up. There's people talking. Shut up with the parents smoke. We're celebrating the greatest of all time, and you kids can't shut your yips. It's it's annoying. We know you're Ranger fans. Shut up. (laughs) I I was upset about that. I think most Ranger fans who were watching at home were like, can you shut the fuck up? I know you paid $5,000 a ticket, but just shut up. Do you, do you get upset when people shout uh, "Let's go Rangers" during the anthem? I'm, I'm, I, I'm not a I'm not a fan of that either. To be honest, I'm, never, I've never been I'm just glad they're not yelling "Potvin sucks." Because- oh God! Um, well, I've made it well known of like ten years of talking to you guys that I'm just I'm so long over the Potvin sucks chant. I want to hear a "Let's go Rangers" or a defense chant or something that's relevant to the game. Not something. It's so irrelevant. It, it just nobody knows on the ice what the hell it's about. You know. Well, no. And I've hit the. I, I don't want to throw names, but you know, I've hit the feud. Oh, Nielsen, and he said it was a clean hit. It was a rut in the ice. So what's the problem? Why I, I understand he's an Islander from 
the cup years, but we should be relishing they haven't done anything since 1983 rather than, uh, go, yo, perfect talks. This is the thing we do. We're Ranger fans. Duh. All right. I'm sorry about that. Get behind your team. Live in the moment. Right, Colin? Uh, that's, that's what I'm doing right now, Eddie, but mostly out of sheer fear. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You got me hot. I saw Jim get all irritated in his uh, Columbus wrap-up. Now I'm all revved up. Wow. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, Colin missed the, Colin missed the Columbus wrap-up. He didn't get here until right after. Oh, okay. Well. Oh, sorry. Jim was worrying about everything. He's worrying about the games at hand. He hates the Blue Jackets name. He says, why don't you just name them the Coats? The Coats. Yeah, it's just a. he doesn't like the name. Well, look, you know, I got legitimate concerns with these games at hand. I mean. You're even worried about the Islanders. Who cares? No, I, well, I just I didn't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it. That's all. Oh, I know, but you're like. I was that. aggravated. When you're aggravated, everything. I mean, it just gets, it just gets, it just spiral. Not me. Not me. No, not you. No, you're, no, you're all sunshine and rainbows all the time. I'll vouch for that. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, this, is whole thing. this is me. And this is me. And this is Eddie. <laughs> I can't hear it. Yeah, you can't hear that? Can't hear that? The saber dance? It was faint. Well, you know, like happy. You know, oh, you're always whistling a happy tune, Eddie. Oh yes, I'm always whistling. Unless I come on the show, apparently. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's always see. This is a danceable tune again. Makes you happy. All right, I, got, I, got a, I got a text during the game the other night when the when the when the '94 guys were coming on the ice, and the text said, "What's with the Dixieland Jazz while the Rangers are coming on the ice?" I said. That's the victory song. It's been around for a hundred years. Somebody sent that? Yeah. yeah, that's Louis Armstrong in the background. <laughs> Satchmo. Satchmo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Oh, man. That's, what a wonderful. It's Mardi Gras. Right. Mardi Gras. Did some flapper girl like come that? out and start dancing? <laughs> Some vaudeville acts. <laughs> Hank takes his vaudeville trunk, pulls out Valaket, starts doing act. Starts doing scat. Uh, I want to see a I want to see a picture of that trunk in ten years and, and let it have stickers all over it like Tuscaloosa and <laughs> you know, Perrine. You know, like all those shitty little towns. <laughs> they playing Dixieland music. That's, so That's incredible. <laughs> all right, oh, all right. So we would have liked to see the guys he played with. Why do you think they went for that move? I mean, we saw them up there. They were they were present. I think they were drunk off their ass. I think they went straight Pantheon. I think they were just going with the, the Mount Rushmore. If your number's been retired, you get to be there with him, and that's it. Like that's the prerequisite. Um, like and- the Saturday Night Live Five Timers Club. Yeah, that's that's the cutoff, you know, exactly. Uh far far less prestigious, but still. Um but yeah, I think I think that's literally it. It's like, you know, there's is his former teammates and that's all well and good, but like how much more are they going to add to it? Uh then you're going to turn the ceremony that's already compounded by a 3-hour long uh weeks speech 
you know, and then bring up on, on that one. Girardi's going to, what's Girardi going to do? Come out there and be like, for the 8,000 pucks I stopped in 2014 yeah. alone, you're welcome, Hank. Well, well, Enjoy I, retirement because I can't feel my toes. <laughs> I thought I thought they could bring Girardi out and Hank could throw a ceremonial bus on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> for all those press conferences after the game where Hank would say, oh, I thought I played well. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, our defense was a little soft. Well, and Colin then, started off with the man tears. So I don't, I did not get teary eyed for Henrik Lundqvist. I, I, I did not, I did not either. For me, it was the jersey going up, watching him watch the jersey go up, and then that flood of emotion of thinking that. More than a third of my life was dedicated to not just watching this team, but watching him as the backbone of this team. And to watch that moment of closure for me, it was very emotional. I'm a very sentimental guy. Um, I'll cry at a phone commercial. I don't care. (laughs) When you realize a third of your life has been dedicated to this team, everybody should cry. Yeah. All right. Listen, Larry Literal. A third of my life dedicated to this team with Hank in between the pipes. But, you know, for that moment of closure, and I think a lot of people can agree, it's just like, wow, this is this is it. This is the finality. Because it was such a bizarre circumstance that he went out anyway. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, you know, the whole thing was just kind of surreal, you know, when he was out of the league and to the idea of seeing him with another team, not only that, but a rival. And then we got to bypass that, and then boom! Fast forward to there goes his jersey to the rafters. That you know, those those hanging in the rafters means a lot to me. That's like the first thing my eye is drawn to when I walk into the arena every time. Um, so Joel, fish. I, anyway, the defense rests your honor. That's why I cried man tears on Hank Knight. You're welcome, you bitter Betty. Wow! <laughs> what? I just asked if Jim. Also cried. I was just. I, 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 did, I did not. I did I not, did. and I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you why. I appreciate his. Thank you for your service. You were fantastic. Like I said, the greatest of all time. But I really never had an emotional connection to Henrik Lundqvist. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, you think I would? I mean, he's a well seventh round draft pick. I mean, you know, Swedish boy makes good. Comes to New York, he turns around the franchise. Maybe if they had won a cup, but that that wasn't his fault, you know. You know, maybe if the last couple years he would have just said, you know what, I don't have it anymore. You know, he. I don't know what the cause of it is. Like, is it, it? Let me ask you a question: Is it a lack of? Is it a lack of connection on a on a? uh on a regular guy type level. Yeah, like, it is for a, me. Like, you he's know, he's, he's, for you. the suits. Yeah, he's he, 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 I mean, the average man, the average man cannot people. relate to Henrik Lundqvist. I mean, the man has, the man has everything. He was making $10 million a year. He, I mean, he, he <laughs> I mean, if there's a God, right? that man's hung like a button, but there's probably, you know, <laughs> but it works. It works. <laughs> right. I mean, uh, the, the, the kids are blonde. They're b- probably going to be beautiful. The wife's beautiful. His sister-in-law is beautiful. The, I liked his mom was really cool. I don't know if dad's, you know. With I mean, he's a, he's a man literally so perfect, his parents made two of them. Yeah, they look exactly the same, Joel. <laughs> really? 
Really, I mean, really good they cloned the man. He's so perfect. Right. They did. And there's poor Joel. He's he's the Eli to his Peyton. But at least he got trophies. Um <clears throat> listen, I, I I I totally get that with Hank. I, I found it for me, it was just kind of like a prized possession. It was like the the crown jewels. It was like not only do we have one of the best goalies in the league, in the history of the league, but uh he's he's all ours and he's freaking gorgeous my god and then he's well spoken my goodness and then he's charitable what is this like how could you i there is an emotional connection there because every time you'd hear about the garden of dreams foundation and then oh, boom there's no. hank right in the middle of it right with like some also ran from the wolf pack for is no it, is it, isn't there an episode of seinfeld where where jerry's dating a girl that everybody just loves and he can't figure out like what's wrong with her or something like he's he, he keeps trying to find something that she's bad at or something you know like everybody keeps telling her how perfect she is that's hank yeah poor joel <laughs> hey he's the king of frolunda yeah uh, joel, I mean, joel is currently playing in the men's league at the stanford twin rinks <laughs> and I, I i that's that's why i didn't get teary-eyed but i i i as they say in the parlance of our time, I appreciate him, you know, and I appreciate what he's done. You know, I mean, you know, he was great. It was, you know, this it's undisputable. But I didn't. He's, uh, but okay. he's no Bob Froze. No, he's no Ed Mio in my book. You know, like. Where was Eddie Mio? Yeah, where was Eddie Mio? Well, no, you don't. Like, like Colin said, they brought out all the luminaries, the, the Mount Rushmore. Right. See, that's why I, I hate this. Uh, this organization does everything so boring. Like they, they just can't step out of the comfort zone once. They just got to bring, you know, the Baldies got to come back, and and uh, and the the Irishman comes in, and uh, Leach. I mean, I love Leach too. See, Leach, I got teary eyed about. Because they won the cup, and he was so integral in winning the cup. And he started with the Rangers. He finished with the Rangers. Well, he didn't finish with the Rangers. But he started with the Rangers, and his career, uh, you know, flourished. That whole, And then he goes to the Capitals. I don't know. And then the whole heart attack. Maybe I should have been more. But I can only tell the reality. And the reality was I wasn't fighting back tears. But, hey, listen. And also, you growing up. Colin, as a Ranger fan, primarily with him as the goaltender. Um, no, no, no. I had, I had Richter in my my formative years, and that's when oh, I was okay. playing hockey too. So I was I was very lucky. Actually, the thing that broke my heart was Van Beesbrook not winning a cup with them. I, I didn't care if he was going to be the backup, or whatever. He and Mike Gartner were the two that that really broke my heart. But um, but no, I I listen. I've been fortunate because you know I joke about Bob Froze, but um, you know that happened. Um. And that was, you know, when I was when I was younger, and I was like, okay, this is, you know, uh, this is not great goaltending. And then we had Beezer, and then Richter. We've been very blessed um, with the New York Rangers organization, but to have two seminal goaltenders like Richter and Lundqvist in one lifetime—that's insane. Oh, my dog's excited about it too. Yes. Hello, Bagel. I will say, yeah, there was a little interim there with the Mike Dunham when they when uh, Kirk McLean. Kirk McLean when say the first came over, but then yeah, that, was, that weirded me out when McLean was a Ranger. That just yeah, felt wrong. That felt <laughs> didn't feel wrong. And uh, 
Well, they wound up with about five guys from the from that '94 Canucks yeah, team. Nathan Lafayette. Oh man, Momesso. Oh Momesso. Oh my God, I made a Momesso in my pants. Okay, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so yeah, it. So what? What was your biggest problem? Your problem was the length of time. I the thing I had the problem with was the Gardner Dream shit. I couldn't take it anymore. You know, I, uh, thank you, Henrik. Thank you, Henrik. Thank you, Henrik. Goddamn cancer kids. Screw yeah, up, everything. No, wow. it's not about that. You twisted my words. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just. Why do we have to canonize this guy? I mean, I know he did a lot, uh, but you know, he also got paid a lot. Eddie, you oh. make you make Edgar Allan Poe look like Captain Kangaroo. My God. <laughs> I, mean, I don't understand. Thank you. I never met you, Henrik, but thank you. What's that about? Wow. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> These kids just need a little glimmer of hope, and Eddie's just like, stop wasting my time. <laughs> no, <laughs> Here's a wig and a Big Mac. Go have fun. How about give him, I'll pay him back with some good gifts instead of showing uh, all these, these things. Here's a bottle of wine, Hank. Thanks for giving me a My good day. My mom used to say, say it with money. Wow. I grew up in a tough, tough childhood. <laughs> I know. It's all coming out tonight. Tonight's episode of BSU Therapy with Eddie. <laughs> but, uh, all right. So do you have any problems? What did you love about it? Uh, no silver stick? Yeah, and a silver goalie stick would be awesome. Like a nice chrome goalie stick. I'd be a big fan of. Um, as goalie, but I, I listen, I thought it was fine. I thought it was classy, simple, you know, I mean, it, it was kind of just kind of like Hank, like there was no bills or bells or whistles or Eddie geek, not a fan of the look. Wow. Um, I've not seen that in function. Uh, <laughs> you know, no bells or whistles. It was just kind of like plain classy and to the point and awesome. And I, I enjoyed it, you know? Oh, wow. No, he just wouldn't have been able to handle a puck with it. Right. <laughs> You would drop it. Here, here's drop. Dick. What do I do with this? Don't go near the puck. Just try to I stop it. I have to it. say, man, Shesterkin, he's a wizard with that stick, though. Man. It, he's reinventing the position. I thought Dominic Hasek reinvented the or defined the uh, the hybrid goaltending, but th this is tribrid. Like this is craziness. He's man. nuts. He's a blast to watch. So. In 15 years, when I'm crying and Eddie's like, I, I did, wasn't attached to him. Thank God he didn't give any money to that Garden of Dreams. Hey. <laughs> I'll be in the Garden of Dreams by then. It started with years. the name Igor. The, the name Igor belongs to someone in the Garden of Dreams Foundation. Am I right? I'll be in the Garden of Dreams in 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> Igor. Uh -huh. I'm Eddie. We never met, but you made my day. And meanwhile, we're all going to be back here like, shut up. Hey, God, we never met. I got to right. tell you, I love Eddie, you. Eddie and I doing the show from the home. Yeah. I. Well, God. Be, yeah. If I think you're crotchety now. Oh, you guys are going to be complaining about them in, in August. This team sucks. They're not playing right now, Jim. Whatever. They're going to be terrible. That's what he was saying last summer. It's August. I get the scoring from. <laughs> you know, we were all trepidatious coming into the season. I think they've they've you know they've been really good to watch. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, 
I listen when when they blew the entire thing up last year, I was beside myself and I thought, oh, God, this is terrible. This is Jim Dolan, you know, who doesn't know anything about anything. And he's just like, my toys are boring me. Let me blow this up. And then and I I didn't know what direction they were going with it or what was going to happen. Gallant, I was happy about. But this team is really they're exciting. They're fun to watch. They're gritty. You know, they're not perfect yet but like there's there's flashes of what you see later on in later rounds of the stanley cup playoffs out of this team and that there's kind of a flair and finesse and a chemistry that you know i i have not seen with this team in quite some time so I, it's you know these are exciting times i agree i mean i still don't think they have the depth well no they're, they're not there, there yet they're but, getting there though yeah and they keep yeah, fighting yeah. the injury bug. I mean, at least they're not like the petri dish of COVID that the Islanders are. But oh, you know, God. they we got the injury bug. So if it's not one thing, it's the, the other. But now, once this team really comes together and they get whatever that final piece is going to be, you know, when they get that Glenn Anderson, uh, that's oh, uh, you know, how did he miss? How did he miss out on Hank Knight? I, I don't, sure, he, there's the guy that would have popped out of the trunk. He was probably at the Hulu Theater <laughs> giving out his mom's sandwiches. <laughs> Salmon sandwiches. Ugh. Wow, I can't believe him and Greshner weren't there. They they usually don't miss a free meal <laughs> at the garden. <laughs> no comment on that. Oh lordy, well, um, gentlemen, um, I I have to depart unfortunately, um, but uh, it has been a pleasure. Thanks for having me back on. We we should oh, do this man, again uh, more you, often man. than you know by yearly. Beat the Mets. Beat the Mets. <laughs> How's this walkout gonna end? For those of for those of you that don't know, Colin Cosell is one of the voices of the New York Mets on the PA's the PA announcers at City Field, and uh, God willing, maybe uh, we'll have a season. No, we'll, we'll have a season. I just you know whether or not it starts before or after Flag Day remains to be seen. The Stanley Cup might be handed out. We haven't started spring training yet, but we'll see. Um, but I'm hoping so. But um, but gentlemen, take care. It's been a pleasure as always. Please, Eddie. Take it easy, man. It's okay. I don't want to hear about this aneurysm you're going to have. Don't be a stranger. I feel like we have to tell you that every time. Yeah. I Well, now I'm just going to hound you because, you know, I've got nights free and it's like, hey, I might as well just bug you man. I love the conversation. Awesome. All right, gentlemen. Pleasure as always. Take care, Colin. All right. Good night. Now, Jim, I did not see. The always lovely Colin Cosell. Oh, yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah, let's talk about that. Remember, what is with Dugay and Sarah Palin? What happened with that? What What's that all about? What do you mean, what's it about? What, I heard something that some, both, some guy was both. heckling her or something, and Dugay stepped in. and uh, I, I Apparently, that's what happened. I don't, I don't know. Not at their, uh, I, had, I, had heard, I heard Scuttlebutt about a month ago that he was seeing her. And... Mm. Uh, so and then when that video or whatever was posted, yeah, that that kind of confirmed it. Okay. She's a hockey fan. We know what he's a fan of. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, look. God you bless. Know, right. God bless both of them. Wish you a million dollars. Wish you a million dollars now. I did not see this red carpet thing. I saw a picture you threw up of uh, Justin Tuck, who was, uh, 
And, and I've seen him many times at the Ranger game, so I know he's a legit fan. He is, yeah. He's one of these uh, fly-by-nighters. Right. He's not just uh, just just there to be seen. He is a legit Ranger fan. Ah. Uh, <laughs> see, Mamarello with the scoop. Mamarello is like our own TMZ. Right. He tested positive for COVID, and someone was videotaping her, and he slapped the phone out of the guy's hands. And then had sex with Sarah on the table. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. He's a man. That's right. right. Um, so uh so I did not see this. You were saying this blue the the, the blue carpet or something. Yeah, they didn't actually show anybody from what I under I turned the pregame on at about five thirty. So I saw an hour of the stuff before the ceremony. I did not actually physically see anyone walking down the blue carpet as they have shown on opening nights at times, but I am told that that's what they did. Uh, most of what I saw was was Valaket interviewing Hank and and then you know the actual ceremony. and they had um, video clips of different people talking about Hank. Michael J. Fox was one of them. Uh, Justin Tuck was another one. I can't really remember who else there was. There were a few. Um, yeah, so. And then the ceremony. And then another yeah, half hour really of the game. And then, a, and then a lousy game. Wow. And one more chance for Sam Rosen to say, those aren't booze, Joe. You know. There's Zooks. You notice the Zook chance stopped the minute he scored a goal and shoved it up our ass, right? Do you, you know notice they stopped chanting his name? Well, yes. And you all, did you notice that when Henrik was up in the booth, that Minnesota started scoring their goals? I'm like, get this jinx out of here. Hey, I was done with Henrik. As soon as he showed up, they scored two goals. The mush. I said, it was his night. And I was like, get this guy out of here. He's a jinx. You know, I turned on him. You're going to guarantee a win. <laughs> you're going to guarantee. You're going to guarantee. And yeah, it's like, and then. When Zook got the puck right before he shot it, Hank said, oh, no, not this guy. He said, don't let this guy score here. Yeah. And, and then. Boom, 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 boom. So, uh, just. Who else but Lundquist? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I like the story that you know that that Zuccarello was always the last one off the ice facing Lundqvist when he was a Ranger, and if he scored on Lundqvist, he would cheer like he would go nuts, right? And it would drive Henrik crazy. I enjoyed that. Now, I want to say something about Sam Rose in here, and I know I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. It's time to hang it up. You you can't call a goal. Most of them are non-goals. They don't even go in. You, you're, you're late. You're very late. I don't need you to tell me. And a cheer goes up from the crowd. I have. I, yeah. <laughs> I was born, as most of us, with two working ears. I can hear them chant Igor. You don't have to interpret and then tell me. And a chant goes up from the crowd about anything. I know what they're saying. I don't need to be updated. 
I mean, this is not part of a normal broadcast. Sorry. And a cheer goes up of let's go Mets from the crowd. Have you ever heard <laughs> That's a Keith Cohen or Keith Hernandez <laughs> ever say that? Have you ever? I'm somebody choke him out. He's got to go. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. I, uh, those are not booze. And, and a chant of Tippy Canoe and Tyler, too, goes up in Madison Square Garden. Uh, a chant of We Want Roosevelt goes up in Madison Square Garden. And then they they killed us with that. But that Bob was Susan on ESPN. He's like Gary Thorne Jr. Everything is the most epic thing when it scores. Chris Brown, I'm screaming. And I hate all Jets games. How much excitement does he get? Oh, I told you, he's the voice of losing. That guy. <laughs> and it's intercepted. And, it's, <laughs> and he runs into the butt. Of the offensive lineman and Sanchez fumbles. He's the voice of losing. That Brian Boucher, he is fairly good. That broad, I don't know who it is. Somebody's got to choke her out, too. And the voice is grating. She's adding nothing. The only thing good oh, about the wait for the Panthers to score, though. Oh, God. They built up the Panthers. I thought it was the 75 Canadians. You know what? I <laughs> You know what? I saw so many Ranger fans, not really, not so much in our group, but out and about, like on Ranger posts on Facebook and, and other places. Everybody bitching about the game being on ESPN Plus last night. Come on, folks. It, it, it's $6 a month, first of all. Second of all, I don't know how to break this to you, but streaming is the streaming. It's not even the future. It's now. I mean, yeah, this is like some new technology. You're gonna, right. You're going to have to get on board with everything being streamed because in five years, there might not be cable anymore. Everything might be streamed. Right. Oh, I'm not paying another $7 to watch the game. You already pay $198 for your cable bill. Just lay out the 6 bucks to watch the games. Yeah, exactly. And it's, a, it's a hell of a lot better than, when, than having to lay out, you know, 30 a month or whatever NHL TV was. If you don't, you know, if you don't have cable, Chris Demet is reporting that. Uh, what was this? Did we know this woman's name? AJ Malesko or something like that. She kept calling the Panthers "we." Yeah, that's what Chris is saying. Really? Wow. Wow. Okay. And she can go to hell. Yeah, that broad. <laughs> but I will tell you one thing: the picture was awesome. I don't know about you. I didn't have a problem with the picture. No, I said it was awesome. Oh, it was awesome. I thought you said awful. I'm sorry. It's much better than well, I usually say awful. I am kind of a negative, negative Nancy tonight. But I really enjoyed the picture. The picture quality was fine, but ESPN, the, the app itself crashed on me four times. Oh. Yeah, but, I, have it, uh, I have it on the Hulu. But NHL TV used to crash on me. NBC Sports used to crash on me all the time, too. So what are you going to do? Uh, how are we saying center ice package was 60 this year for half a year or the whole year? Usually they could break it up into halves. But I have the I have ESPN Plus 
in the the Hulu and Disney Plus bundle. Right, right. So you get them all for nineteen ninety nine. So I mean, come on, people are acting yeah. like you know. These are the same people that'll spend four hundred fifty dollars for for tickets and then fight over a free crappy T shirt. Yeah, just lay out the six dollars. Watch the game, or go on the internet and Google NHL streams. I don't know. People got to get with it, you know, right? Like you said, I'm sick and tired of. Oh my god, it's on ESPN Plus. Oh, they're freaking out. Well, guess what? You're gonna miss the game or listen to on radio. What, right. what can I tell you? Six dollars. Wow. I'll tell you what's free. You know what's free though? What is our viewing party, Eddie? Coming up. Yes. February 26, 24 days away. We will be at McHale's. We are McHale's Navy that day. <laughs> we will be at McHale's in New York City, 251 West 51st Street. The Rangers are taking on the Penguins at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's a Saturday afternoon game. You can come in, spend the afternoon with us. You're home in time for bed. There it is. Look at that. That beautiful graphic. Mikhail's, I believe we have an upstairs room. Raffles, giveaways. Rangers taking on the Penguins. Could be an important game, Eddie. The Penguins are coming on. They got games at hand. I'm panicking over these games at hand. Well, the whole league's got 10 games at hand, Daddy. What do we do? Just watch the other teams a little <coughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, you, there is a little bit of concern, but, you know, you got to win those games at hand, as uh, my friend, the great Mandar, used to always say. Right. Uh, when I used to get all crazy about the games, and Pittsburgh is playing better. Uh, they survived the Malkin injury. He's back. Uh, Brian Rust is back. I mean, it'll be a good test for the Rangers. I mean, this is a rivalry. Uh, Get a chance to uh, come out. You meet Costa. You meet Matt Morello's going to be there. Connor's going to be there. The great Nick DeCristo, also known as the Black-Hearted Crow, he will be there. Matt Sanobi is flying in. Adam Bartolo is flying in. Chris Meat will be there with his wife. It will be a who's who. Will the contingent be there, Chris? Meaning your brother and your uh, sister-in-law? Or the Johnner tribe? Or is child-rearing going to keep them from uh, the blessed child-rearing? We'll see. Bring the baby okay. with us. Bring it with us. Well, that's true. Don't forget uh, you need to show proof of vaccine to get in the viewing party. That is not our rule. That is NYC town ordinance. Yeah. <clears throat> so everything's a thing now. Right. Uh, well, we're going to have a great time. I can't wait to see you guys. We got a shit ton of stuff to give away. Yeah. Shit it's ton. Be a lot of fun. So the Rangers have two weeks off. Anything else you want to discuss? Let's see. Um, At all, we do have Connor waiting to say hello. Okay. Let's get Connor. Okay. What's up, Connor? Nice shirt. Oh, I love that shirt, Connor. I'm gonna need a I'm gonna need a fresh one when I come to the viewing party, though. But oh, oh, Joe, oh, Joe. Well, the good news is we have viewing party exclusive shirts, shirts that you can only get by coming to a viewing party. 
That's the good news. I'll drink to that. All right. That's the good part. <laughs> uh, so you're really, really nice, really nice looking shirts too. Very good. Very I expect good. there to be fights over these shirts. Wow. <laughs> people, people selling them at three times the price on eBay by the end of the day. Right, in the same way that uh, people got into fights at Golden Corral over the uh, steak. Oh yeah, I saw that. So that's over great. the lack of steak. <laughs> Humans. I'll tell you one place there isn't a supply chain crisis, and that's at the uh, $75 steak sandwiches at Madison Square Garden. Really? They, 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 uh, people buy that? Well, you know, if you go Hank, for Hank Night, they gave a currency. It was a dollar off. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's doing a bit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So what do you think about the ceremony? Uh, where do I begin? You know, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a little tired of the whole bringing out the 94 squad for every single ceremony. I, you, you couldn't have brought, I mean, you got to bring them out. How are you going to have a retired, how are you going to have a ceremony like that? And then, and then what? They're not there. And then everybody would have said, Oh, how can I, where are the guys? Where are the 94 guys? That's fair. That's fair. They're the, no, I, I they're, the, they're the heads of state. I yeah. Mean, they're up in the rafters. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I would have preferred to see, you know, someone who Hank actually played with, you know, Mar even if it was like a Mari St. Louis, Michael Grabner, uh, you know, someone, someone who from the present day, you know, anti Ronta, anyone. Anti Ronta. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I mean. So you, you think Hank will be there when we retire anti Ronta's number? <laughs> I think Tyler Wall will have his number retired before Anti Ronta. <laughs> oh, you're really banking on his Tyler Wall. Yeah, yeah, but that, I, I mean, look, I, I think that. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy where we are, um, going into this All Star break, and you know, I'm happy we're in first. But it, I think that this, this lot, these last couple games. <laughs> I've shown some. It's very clear that the Rangers have some problems. We don't. We that we do need to address the. You know, having Fox all injured, it's clear that there is a void in the defense. I think we especially saw that in the Minnesota and Seattle games. Yeah, the the thing that's missing is the Norris Trophy winner. Right. I mean, I mean that's what that's why they. I don't know. It's, it's a big, big part of the reason they've been struggling. I mean, not, not the whole part. Do I have a little sneak? Do I have a little sneak preview? Yeah, sure. A little sneak preview. Da, 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 da. A little sneak preview. Are they nice? Huh? Ringer t-shirts. Classing up. Oh, looking good. Looking good. Very good. Very good. But I, 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 mean, I did a nice job on him. <laughs> very, very nice. But I mean, also, I mean, Costa's bringing the light to the viewing party. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, Mikhail's has good Wi-Fi for him to cook, hook that up. He um, sold it. He sold it. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's. <laughs> Remember, we had the whole conversation. He's going to wear the red light on his head. 
We're going to put a candle on his head. When the Rangers score, we'll light the candle. <laughs> Costa had an idea. Um, but anyway, I, I mean, look, I, I think that Hank Knight, it, it, it was, I mean, look, I liked his speech. And, you know, it's, I'm obviously happy that I got into the rafters. And, um, you know, the bottom line is, is that that was that was marketing scheme in the same way that everything that Jim Dolan does with regards to MSG, whether it's Garden of Dreams or or renovation to MSG, it's a marketing scheme. And it, it is what it is. Obviously, I'm more pissed um, that that we, we blew that game as opposed to the actual ceremony. But we always lose whenever a number is retired. So you can only complain so much. Yeah. And uh, that seemed, well, what's the Rangers wreck that? Like four and Are they two and seven or something like that? Uh, I, what's I that? Think yeah, they're wrecked a- on uh, Jersey retirement nights. Oh, they're, when they raise a banner, they are two and nine. Okay, and that that includes the that includes the '94 banner, which they lost to Buffalo that night. The only two games they've won, and thanks to Joe Catroni for looking all this up, the only two games they've won were Messier night and Leach night. Oh, I mean, also another thing that we you know we learned from from the Minnesota game and certainly Seattle is that the Rangers have a very, very hard time holding a lead. I, I, I'm i kind of surprised we won that Seattle game, considering the fact that if it wasn't for uh, the both of you repeatedly taunting Keandre Miller, uh, he finally sunk one in, and we actually got away with that one. Well, the show is the reverse mush. <laughs> All right. It's tough love here. That's right. Not, we're not here to hold anybody's hand. That's right. That's right. Make us a believer. That's what the. Uh, uh, so I, okay. I believe that we could. We'll do well in uh, in in April and May if we keep playing like we're playing. Well, <laughs> I I like the fact that Gerard Gallant has been able to get through to these. But he was pissed after that. The uh, after the, the couple losses there. He was visibly angry, and he said, "It's not acceptable. We can't just I'm not play. happy with the effort." Yeah, he was, and they responded, and the players responded. And that's really what you look for in a coach. I mean, you know, uh, again, I've been kind of—he's been an enigma to me. Uh, you know, as far as what he actually does, but. He's getting through the players, but I mean, isn't that what it's all about? Right. Absolutely. I mean, if there's one thing that we can definitely say Gerard Gallant has done <laughs> is that he has uh, lit a fire under Chris Kreider's ass, considering the fact that Chris Kreider is clearly on fire. And that's been a huge reason that the Rangers are doing so well. I mean, you know, I, I don't want to jinx it right now, but, you know, I give it up for a heart candidate, Chris Kreider. I mean, he's, again, I said it many times, he's been magical. He's always in the right spot, and uh, it, he just does it all. It's just, it, it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It just really is unbelievable. Uh, and it, it's, 
This could be a career season for the guy. You know? Already is. Already is. Already That's is. right. You know, Kreider, Fox, and Igor, you got the three musketeers on the Rangers here. And and let's not stop there. I mean, Zabinijad has just accelerated his game to where we wanted it from the beginning. He got off to a slow start. Mm-hmm. But this is par for the course for him, apparently. You know, he, he's a slow starter, but he is in full gear. And you know that gear now, that pass that he made to Kreider last night was unbelievable. Really was. It really was. Like, uh, you know, it was a thing of wonder, as they say. So the Rangers players are playing. I mean, Panarin, I'd like to see score more, but he chips in with the assists. He's getting, it seems like he gets a point every game. Yeah, that was a real pretty one. He sunk on the empty goal there last night, though. So he's. He... It was funny. It was funny. Because... <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good, Ralph. Uh, I also wanted to say, yeah, it was funny because, like, Kreider was going to join that rush, but Kreider for the hatcher, but Kreider peeled off and. He, he backed Panarin. off. Yeah. Which I thought was weird because Panarin was looking for him and he wasn't there. And it's kind of like when Panarin scored, he kind of looked back, like. You know, I would have passed to you. Right. I don't know. He, he's he's just been everything. And, the, and he's playing like a captain. I know we, we're going to have discussions in the future. Who's going to be the captain? We can't be running with uh, eight captains the rest of the year, whatever we have. You, but, get, uh, you get an A. And you, you get, get an A. I don't know what the discussion uh, is going to be like. We've got so many guys that uh, that I think uh, have come had Jacob Truba. What has he got? Eight goals now. All of a sudden, and now he's getting more power play time with the Fox injury. And they even mentioned on the broadcast the Rangers have more of a shoot mentality with Truba. Dude. But I, I uh, I'd rather have Fox back there because That's, he's just who who wouldn't want to have Fox back there? I mean, he just or but at the same time. The one thing you gotta give to Truba is uh, he's really shown some hands this season, and uh, you know I I, I didn't have, when it comes to enforcers, I am fully behind Jacob Truba. Well, I think he's he's always been. It took a while. It took it took two years. Sure, I mean, he, I, it took two years, but it's finally he's comfortable here and. We weren't buying that excuse that, oh, it takes you so long. I got to get adjusted. There may be some truth to it because the guy is, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's been fantastic. I will say, I still look back fondly on uh, that one Islanders game a couple of years ago when Jacob Truba really laid a hit on uh, Del Cole and we, and the, and the Rangers ended up winning that game. So, uh, you know, he true was good in my book off of that alone. And uh, you know, with Truba, he's now people notice that he's out there, which because you know the hits that he's laid, he adds that intimidation out there. That's uh, it's kind of non-spoken. They're looking out for him. He's having a terrific season, um, and uh, that's despite the horrific play <laughs> of DeAndre Miller. So, uh, so uh, the Rangers, it's it's all looking good, I, and I I feel like you're a little bit worried about what's to come. Listen, the Rangers may slump, they may not. You know, once they get these guys back at a full lineup, uh, 
and Adam Fox, you know. The Rangers, I had no expectations going into this year. Jim didn't know where they were going to go. I didn't know where they were going to go. I'm just enjoying it right now. I ain't worried about games at hand and all that stuff. I am worried about the Islanders. How are the Islanders doing tonight? I don't know. Down the toilet. got 10 games at hand on the Rangers, though. It's 0-0 at the end of two. They're playing the crack, and it's on ESPN+. Plus. I don't get it. Pay you six dollars. What's the Islanders? Well, uh, Islander fans can't afford six dollars. <laughs> so, uh, all right, Connor. All right, Connor. Take it easy, fellas. We'll talk Take to care. you soon. Yep. Talk to you soon. Good night. Andy Pettit. There we go. Well, Jim, we another <clears throat> one of the books tonight. It would seem so. Yeah, and I really don't think, uh, you know, I'm definitely looking. I I have to say, I, I think the Rangers might make the playoffs. I'm kind of thinking that's a, that is going to happen. Yeah. Now I'm just trying to gauge, like, where they are. Right. They could be a spoiler, but I don't think, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I, I don't want to start counting my eggs before they hatch, but. They've given us some hope. They've been a lot of fun to watch this year. Yes, they have. Absolutely. Contrary to what that video, which was great, man. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. Okay. Glad you liked it. All right. So uh, we'll come back and do a show next week, right? Even though they're off, we'll do something. Yeah, we'll do a show tomorrow if the Kraken beat the Islanders. <laughs> we'll do a show tomorrow. <laughs> If it's 0-0, zero, zero, apparently at the end of two, and the Islanders only have 11 shots on net against the Kraken. Watch out. Butch Goring might be tweeting out some anti-Ranger stuff. Right. Butch Goring. All right, Jim. Take it care. And Rollo, you were spot on tonight. Colin Cook coming back. Matt Morello with the TMZ. All you guys making fucking great comments cracking me up here. Yeah, you guys are the best. Thank you all so much for being here. Don't forget, if you want to sponsor the show, www.patreon.com slash Blue Shirt Underground Show. We appreciate it, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Eddie, always a pleasure. This was a fun one, as always. Always a triumphant broadcast by me and you and the fans at home. It's always fun, and it goes by so quickly. And, uh, hey, enjoy the All-Star game on Saturday if you're so inclined. Never. I'll watch the skills, but I am not watching that game. All right. Take care. Good night, everybody. Yes. And like Watt2K99 says, fuck the coats. Amen. Good night.